Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is the number one podcast for dads in their 40s who want to improve their health and fitness. This is episode 37, and joining me on today's show is Paul Tonkinson, comedian and runner. As well as being a comedian, Paul is an experienced club runner and in 2017 set himself the challenge of running the London Marathon in sub three hours. He's also the host of the Running Commentary podcast with his co-host Rob Deering. Hi Paul, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you? I'm okay, mate. I'm okay. That's, that, that question has become ever more loaded, hasn't it, in re- like recent events. Everyone's saying, how are you? How, are you safe? Wishing everyone well. Um, it, essentially, um, we're fine here in the family. I'm here with a few, I've got a few teenagers around. Uh, they arrived from university last week. I sent the messaging was pretty weak with the students because they're just, right. they just, part of it was because they knew they weren't going to see some of their mates again because university has been truncated. It's sort of, if you're in your final year, that's it now. You won't see some of them again. Okay. You know. Yeah, university is shut till September. So I think the partying was quite intense and there wasn't yeah. social distancing coming along. So I kind of assumed that, that everyone's got it. So, yeah. we have, we've had, we, so we've had the last sort of week, 10 days. I've been eating in different different rooms to the kids. I've been cleaning all the surfaces and, you know, everyone thinks I'm an absolute idiot, you know, but I'm prepared to be, I'm, I'm prepared to be the fool. You know, I just want to look after everyone really. I, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about this and running and stuff, but I think it's, um, I think it's quite a stressful time um, for dads, you know, cause it brings up all your uh, protective instincts, doesn't it? I've got to look after the family, you know, it feels like, I feel I'm on a bit of a war footing, you know, um, yeah. albeit in Crouch End and it's quite comfortable. I mean, there's no shortage of, of supplies. Yeah. But, you know, you get a, you clean the surfaces, you make sure people have got food. You also try and talk to them, talk to your kids and make sure that they're yeah. okay about it and try and get them to take it seriously without freaking them out, which is hard when you're freaked out. So the whole, so the whole thing, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not an easy scenario. How are you? Are you keeping, you're doing all right? Yeah, no, I, I'm very well, thank you. Um, like you say, I think it definitely, I found myself um, definitely the, the kind of parental responsibility kicking in. Because I'm very relaxed about stuff and very blasé in some cases about stuff. But this has really triggered me. And um, I am not, not paranoid, but just very well aware of how serious this can potentially yeah, get and just yeah. making sure that we are protected as a family as much as possible. So, yeah, I can completely yeah, relate yeah, I, to what you're saying. I mean, I think we're, we're at a time sort of uh, pr- pr- personally and politically where there's no real cost to overreacting. Um, no. Because, because the best thing that all any of us can do really is um, is not catch it or give it to anyone else at the moment so the hospitals can cope with it. So that's sort yeah. of your priority, isn't it? I mean, I'm sort of... I'm reaching out to people. He's brought out lots of community spirit for people, hasn't it? which is great. Mm. I, yeah. mean, I, I mean, I've applied for, I applied for a job as a shelf stacker at the local co-op um, and I've yet to hear. I mean, how bad would that be for my self-esteem if I got knocked back? But listen, it's a, like, yeah. it's, it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing bits and bobs of volunteering and stuff. I, 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 I want to feel useful as well, you know. I want to yeah. sort of like, at the end of the year, uh, you know, what did you do in the coronavirus uh, crisis? Dad? I don't want the only answer to be, I got drunk with all my mates on the house party app. I want something a bit more inspiring. But I haven't, I haven't clicked into a um, – one thing I, have, I am doing, and I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll know about this, is um, I'm trying to boost my immune. I'm trying to have the your turmeric and ginger and honey and lemon on a morning. I'm trying I'm overdosing my body with vitamin C. I'm keeping really well hydrated. I mean I'm eating as well as I can. I'm drink I must I have to confess I'm drinking a bit too much though because I reach the end of the night and I'm just like which again which doesn't help the immune but I just kind of like 
I just find myself sinking a little bit. I just, just with the stress of it all, as the, the drama plays out. Um, but I'm trying not to beat myself up about anything because life's, it's hard work, isn't it? It's, it's tiring enough just going through a day at the moment, isn't it? There's a kind of. Yeah, definitely. You know. And I think, I think whilst, you know, social media and media is beneficial, I think there's a danger to over consuming it. Yeah, no, you're and right, of course. Quite easily spiraling off. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you wake up hungover, well, first off, if you drink too much, you wake up hungover and you think you've got the coronavirus uh, yeah. because, because you're just hungover. <laughs> then you go on uh, yeah. Twitter and after three hours on Twitter, it feels like an act of courage to just leave the house. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it gets you, it creates a real heightened sense of awareness, doesn't it? So I think you're right. I think I've been chatting to a few mates and they've been saying like, no news, no booze, which would be great. Yeah. But in fact, in reality, you need to know some news because the, the, the news might help. It might help. It might help you. It might save your life. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's getting the it's getting the balance right, you know. But it's not easy. Yeah. No, it's not easy. But I think that the, the balance thing that you mentioned there is is life, isn't it? It's a yeah. constant juggling act, trying to balance mm. when we are in our you know perceived kind of normality, if you like. Yes. Um, and and trying to get balance now is is more important than ever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think we're still a little bit in panic adjustment phase, and there's a, the new normal hasn't. I can feel it slightly starting. I think the lockdown actually started to chill everyone out a bit, really, because I knew it was coming, and on some level, obviously, it's a bit. Disturb. Obviously, it's, it's very disturbing and odd and stuff. But at least we sort of we were a bit like a kid who needed boundaries, weren't we? As a nation, that's how I felt. Anyway, just tell us what to do. We know this is coming. Just give give us a lockdown. So we know, you know, I and mean, people, you know, I think I don't think people have quite clicked into what that actually means as yet. But most people are, um, yeah. and the social distancing is is really kicking in where I'm from um, right. in North London. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's hope. It's interesting for, for runners, though, doesn't it? Because it brings up all this stuff about yeah. control. I mean, you've got different different runners have different attitudes, but you've got those people who are on who are Strava and real yeah. schedule and event orientated, and it leaves them a bit discombobulated, doesn't it? Because this is something that you can't really control, is it? You control what you can control, but there's so much you can't. And yeah. it, I think people find it quite stressful, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think... Um for, for me particularly is I, I haven't been going out on long runs yes. um, and, and you could argue that well you're fine to go outside um, mm. and you know as long as you're not running with a group you're fine but you know like where, where we ran um, last year when we did our interview you know I can't run down a canal towpath no, because no, what happens is people yeah. come the other way you know yes so um, yeah there's that that element and and I heard a crazy statistic that the uh, there's been a, a, a um, crazy increase in the purchase of um, treadmills, so that people can uh, put them in their lounge or wherever and, and still keep running. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are doing that. I mean, we recorded uh, our podcast last week on sort of uh, just pre just pre lockdown, um, yeah. and we we socially distanced and stuff, and we like cleaned the equipment and handed it to each other, and just followed all the protocol and stuff. And yeah. and running gets quite. It's like human Pac-Man, isn't it? When you're out, when you're out running or walking, people waiting for others to move before they move, and lots of yeah. <laughs> sort of yeah. stopping. And, and every so often, you'd see an old person just just in a bush or something, just off the path, just totally freaked out. And and I totally get that because you never know what their underlying health conditions are. I totally get it. And every, everyone was being really North London and really sort of slightly neurotic, but looking after themselves and each other. Yeah. And then this really sweaty coughing Chinese bloke just ran right through the middle of everyone. And obviously, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have written it. And everyone just went absolutely crazy. Everyone just went mad, you know. A tidal, a tidal wave of pure panic as people just dived into bushes. He looked, I mean, he looked so obviously suffering from it. I mean, maybe yeah. he's trying to run it off. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to run through it. I mean, God bless him. Yeah. All right. But my goodness, it was like, it was just honestly just spluttering every third step and really sweating. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, it, the, the, uh, it brings you into contact with people running, doesn't it? It's, uh, you know, it is quite amazing in some cases how people are completely unaware um, yeah. of, of, you know, of their, of, of their, 
kind of themselves and the surroundings as well and and mm. what their actions can do to other people but but yeah it is it is uh it is um crazy time so yeah so so, so the running side of things is um yeah almost a little bit on lockdown um yeah what, what are you doing? So, well it's at the moment it's it's hard for me because i've actually got a bit of a um i've actually got a bit of a calf uh, injury um right. That keeps coming back, uh, and, and it's like you want to rest it, but you want to run, but you know rest is the cure. But it's not; it didn't ping. It was just sort of it just keeps slightly sort of micro tearing or something every when I go for a run. So it's really because now I f- really feel the need to run. I mean, I'm taking a really I'm taking a really long, slow walk every day. It's odd. You don't want to do too much running, do you? Because you don't want to weaken your immune system. When I've chat to people, I just say, just run for like, you know, 40 minutes a day maximum. And just, you're, just tipping, you're just ticking along, really, aren't you? Trying to look after yourself, really. Um, and you've got some ultra runners just running all day and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, they're, allowed at, they're allowed at once a day, so they just never come back. You know, people interpret it how they want to. But for me at the moment, just when I really need running for my mental health, I can't do it. So it's a long, slow walk of an afternoon. Um, and, that's, and I've been really enjoying it, you know. Um, but it's not, it's not ideal. It's not, and I'm trying to do some strengthening exercises yeah. around the house and also try to watch my weight as well i mean i just stepped on the scale today i haven't run properly really for about 10 days properly and i've, I've put on a few pounds already it's it's a it's a potential uh it's like it's like christmas without the fun isn't it let's face it um, <laughs> it's absolutely yeah yeah, so, yeah no, i mean that, that's, that's a good comparison i mean it is yeah like you say the, the running side of things for mental health i think if you needed it more now yes. than ever you know yeah. Yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. we can't and you know when you are injured you should like you say you know you should take it easy but our instinct is no we'll be fine we'll, we'll carry on running it off but yeah. you know obviously we, we are confined and we we can't do that now so it's kind of you know how long this goes on for we don't obviously don't yet know yeah. so we have to find other ways and means around kind of, obviously maybe not running or unless you want to run up and down the stairs five thousand mm, mm, mm. um i mean but, I, think, but, I think the treadmill thing I can see that getting attractive because you, you've also you, we have to factor in the reality that being outside um, is not necessarily that relaxing an experience anymore, is it? Uh, everything everything's so heightened; it feels like you know it feels like you're in the opening scenes for a horror film whenever you go outside, don't you? The streets are empty, and and everyone you do see there's a heightened awareness of them because unfortunately you don't see people anymore; you see potential carriers don't you and you, and you pick yeah. yourself as a potential carrier so yeah. what it's done that it's it's such a shame isn't it and I, th- I hopefully i think i hope that what will come out of it is a, is a sense of um how much we really like each other <laughs> how, much, how much we like being able to talk to each other and be close to each other and that that, that yeah. sense of community because you feel it like an ache don't you you feel it, it feels like an ache that disconnection with people that enforced disconnection i feel it really strongly Mm. You know, it's just, um, I just can't wait for it to be over just on that level, you know, just to, just to sort of, just so we can all relax with each other, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, I, I, know, I, I think, you know, whilst in this time it's difficult to kind of recognise it, but I do think a lot of good will come out of this. And I'm not suggesting one minute to anybody that this is a, you know, this whole thing is a good thing. And what I'm saying is that I think, like you've just said, people will recognise what's important and they will, um, you know, kind of, not respect, but they will be very grateful for some of the simple things that we take for granted. Yes, I hope. Um, so. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I hope so. so. But, but, that, but then, of course, there's always this thing of like, because um, people are like people are having a lot of chats like this of like, hopefully, we'll see the simple things in life and blah. But you know, once it, but the bounce back might be even harder. It's just everyone just totally mm. back on it, fly, flying all over the place. Do you know what I mean? Open yeah. up the stock markets again, sell loads of houses. You know, there's a reason why why this system emerged, wasn't it, over the years? And it's because we all liked it, didn't we? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we can't yeah. wait to get out spending and earning again and scoffing and watching movies. But hopefully, yeah. some of it will. Hopefully, there will be. I, I think the community thing. I think it's always there, and I think it just takes something like this for it to come forth. But say last night, the clapping of the NHS workers. Yeah, yeah, it really surprised me because I was a little bit 
I'm not sniffy about it, but I'm just like anything where sort of people are performing being virtuous or whatever always does. I'm just not very good at it. I, I, but it was, it was so moving, wasn't it? I don't know what it's like. It was, it was undeniably yeah. moving and community, and I thought it was fantastic. I really did. I really, yeah, you know, yeah, I did. I, I yeah, it was a, it was a little bit emotional actually. I think it was, it was, yeah, it, it was like a little mini festival or something, wasn't it? It was just like a yeah. little two minute thing of like. We're cheering. We're cheering for the workers. We're cheering for people at the front line, and we're also cheering for that little bit of each other that's desperate for it to end and wants everyone to survive. And I don't know. There was something really. You're right. It was emotional. It was just very yeah. affirming each other, wasn't it? And taking that time, yeah. and people waving and stuff, and trying whilst trying not to gather. People so tempted to to gather whilst knowing that they, yeah. that you can. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and all, and all, all yeah. the events going as well. I mean, we haven't even talked about that. The the events, all the you know, the I was going to do Manchester Marathon, I was going to do London. Right. Yeah. That's hurt people, hasn't it? It's totally changed the structure of the year in ways that no one even no one knows yet. You know, they don't know how it's going to go. Yeah, it's no. um, it's it's just a no, big. I mean, it, it's it, you know all of those events as well. You know that they. Yeah, they take so long to plan, but it is you know, it's all of the major events, the Olympics. Yes, yes. you know, that, know, that's, know. That, that's all been been canned, and yeah, you know, the London Marathon and, and things like that. You know, that people have spent you know probably the last year training for. So I yeah. think you know, yeah. I know a few people that are very challenged about that, the fact that they put all this effort in, and now they feel like it's going to waste. And I think you know, this is where the mental health element has yeah. to come in. You have to put a different perspective on mm, it, really, mm, mm. to get through it. Yeah, yeah, it's that sort of thing. And also people realising that, that the fitness, the miles you've got don't go anywhere. You've still got no. them. They're still banked. They're still banked. Um, yeah. and, and, but it's that sort of, it is that reconnection with the idea of running just being pleasurable enough in itself, isn't it? It's worth doing in itself even if its only purpose is to enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Even if you just rip it apart from a plan, which to be honest, this is a lot of my running anyway, because for me, the norm is I'm just running for a laugh a lot. And then I, right. focus, and then I focus every now and again for an event. Uh, but my main, my main thing in running is I run off watch for about an hour and I just, I'm just enjoying myself. I'm just in the woods, just doing it, just, 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 just yeah. doing it, just running as, as free as I can really. Um, so I think it's a bit easier for me. But that's, yeah. it's a time if you can use it, it's a time to get fitter and faster and work on your speed and all these kinds of things. But it's, uh, but it's, you're going to have to let go of, of, of things. And also looking forward in the future, people, it's going to change people's mindset because I realize that things are fragile and things like, you know, let's say the holiday industry again, it's a bit off topic, but people aren't going to be booking holidays long, you know, in, in the future. Um, you know, you used to book your holiday in like in January. You'd book you'd book July, wouldn't you? In January, you'd come out of Christmas and book a holiday. I think there'll be a bit less of that going on because people realise that you know, plans plans don't always work out. You know, and yeah. uh, that's what that's, that's what right. runners are adjusting, to, isn't it? Yeah. Are you are you were you training for anything? Are you what, what's happening with you? Yeah. So I was um, I was training for Ironman Switzerland. Right. Um, that that's July. Um, yeah. So I doubt that w- that will happen but mm, this mm, this was my year for qualifying for kona but um I, I don't think that will happen so what i've done psychologically is i've just i've just flipped it and and now i'm going to use this as an opportunity to improve my cycle strength um yeah, yeah. And, and i think i think that's the key thing isn't it i think it's yeah. it's it's flipping it on its head and saying okay you know not getting yeah. frustrated it's, yeah. it's okay so i can't do this right now but what else can i do or how can i kind of you know flip it and and, and get some benefits from it yeah it's, it's 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 making it it's flipping it so it becomes an opportunity um to do something but whilst not making that in itself too much of a pressure i think for me personally because because yeah. every day there's pressure enough so it's like yeah. you're right this is if you if you look at it right th- th- there's never been a time to you know <laughs> write the book you wanted to write or do what it yeah. do you mean all these things you have yeah. the time now but at the same yeah. time if you really want if you if a pot noodle is going to make you feel better at that moment I, I, I'm, I'm not going to deny you do you know what I mean, do you know what I mean? it's kind yeah. of like it's yeah. a day-to-day I mean we had an awful one the other day of um it was my wife's birthday 
Um, and then, and obviously we couldn't all, all celebrate with friends, that, which is fair enough, you accept that. But then the dog, one of our dogs died as well. We had to let one of our dogs yeah. go. Right. So we were all in tears outside the vet. So we, we couldn't be with her at the end. We had to pass her through the doorway, you know, it's just like, oh, right. do you know what I mean? Just one, it was, it was like it, that film thing. It's like the opening scene of a horror film about a pandemic yeah. and you're in it. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like these things are happening. So. So I'm not going to – I don't want to overstructure my time yet, but there'll come a time when I, when I definitely will. I've started reading properly and, um, okay. and, thinking, and thinking about what I want to do the next couple of months. And, uh, yeah. and hopefully I'll reach a plan pr- pretty soon. But, you know, I will say the house is, has never been cleaner. Should we leave it at that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that time around the house. I mean, I'm, I don't think I've ever cleaned a light surface in my uh, – a, a, a light fitting in my life, but it's going on now on a daily basis, you know. Um, we've yeah. all upped our game, our game in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of like you just mentioned there about coming up with a plan and things like that, I think mm. the benefits that we've got now in the times that we're in is that we do have, although we are physically disconnected, we are so much more connected. So, yeah. you know, from a, a running and a plan perspective, there's so much stuff online now, isn't there, that you yeah. can look at and you can research that you perhaps wouldn't have put the time into before mm, which mm. could ultimately when we come out of this mean that you are a more efficient runner or you're more efficient in the way that you build your plans out yeah absolutely absolutely yes yeah there's totally uh it's all out there the the, the resources aren't they to, to, to help you all there and it's, it's just that sort of yeah, some people. Some some people are going to let's. Wait, some people are going to f- just fall apart and get drunk and eat loads, and some people are going to use their time wisely. And most of us are going to be some somewhere in the middle. Um, and it, and it's that thing of like, it's like it feels likely that this is going to at least limp on in some stage till the early summer, if not the late summer. Don't you? But you're hoping by the autumn that events are going to be happening again. But you, you can't say with any certainty. But you'd hope so, wouldn't you? It makes you realise what a physical thing running is as well isn't it and how close mm. we're all crammed together and i mean like you know you're running the london marathon and i you know I'm people sharing water bottles and stuff you wonder whether that kind of thing allowed, yeah. will will ever come back you know that sort of yeah. sense of collective physicality of what it is to run together um yeah i hope it will but it might but who knows who, who knows man um yeah i mean it, i think it's it will definitely make people stop and think yeah. um yeah. But like you say, I think I think the other thing though is the minute that this is classed as becoming less of an epidemic and people are starting to able to move a bit more freely again, I think it's like you said before, you know, people very quickly forget and can revert back yeah. to yes. how they once were, yeah. can't they? And, yeah. and it can all just be forgotten. Yeah, yeah, old old, old behaviours. But and also we have mm. to yeah, it's all, it's all about it's all about the old vaccine, wasn't it? And hopefully, in a year and a half, this will just be part of a seasonal flu that passes through. And we've got a vaccine, and it's a lot less scary. That's that's the thing that makes it uh, yeah. that makes it that makes it scary. And and I think I think once we've done that, then I think people will revert back. They'll they'll be they'll be you know sharing water bottles and sweating all over each other like like, <laughs> like they have them and like they enjoy like we obviously enjoy it. To be fair, I was always a bit nervy about sharing water bottles anyway with people. I was, but it's like you know, it's something that people do, don't they? Is to stop wasting all the all the water in, in the in mass marathons. You know, you just think I've only yeah. had a sip. I don't really want to waste a bottle. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's certainly you certainly couldn't get away with it now. How are your super? So I know we keep veering back onto Corona, but how are your supermarkets going? How's that going? Is, is are you well capable? Well, they, yeah, mine, they are obviously down on 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 their stock, right? Um, but yeah, I think the hysteria that was happening a week ago has subsided in so much as they're not absolutely rammed with five, six hundred people at right. seven o'clock in the morning. Yes, um, it's it has, down. like yeah. you say, there's a bit more sense of calm that's come over mm, it. Mm. Um, but there, you know, there still are the, the people buying more than what they need to. And I actually did a bit of a Facebook last week and, and said that, you know, if we just all ate less because we all need to eat less, yes, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in the, in the position that we, that we are. But I think it's, yeah, no, you know, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's kind of, I mean, there's, you'd have thought after a while the panic buying will abate because people will be sat in the house thinking, do you know what? I'm surrounded by all this food. I've got 4,000 bog rolls. I've got enough. I've got enough. Do you know what I mean? I've got, yeah. I've got this area taken care of. But, you know, people were buying 
nipping down B and Q and buying shelves and stuff, don't they? And buying food and stuff, and and we don't. And the, and the truth as well is, we don't. They might be the clever ones. We just don't know. But I, it wasn't something I was doing. But I try not to judge them because because they just they're just scared, aren't they? And and as you said, the athlete in you coming forth. The reality is, we need to eat less because we're doing less. Yeah, that's the thing. And that, yeah. but but, that, but you're at the same time where you know primitively you, you body, you're under threat. So you think let's eat more because it's a long struggle. So there's a tendency to you want to comfort eat, don't you? You want to build, you sort of want to build up stocks and reserves in a way, don't you? But there's no there's no physical need for that at the moment. No, that's right. And I think it's our you know it's our fight or flight. It's our animal brains kicking in, isn't it? Mm, and mm. you know. The large majority of people will be unconscious to the fact of why they're behaving like they are, right. but they feel under threat, mm. and therefore they, they they go into their kind of caveman mode of just wanting to protect and hunt and gather. Yes, and that's yeah, yeah. essentially what happens. Yes, yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the, I mean, the poor, the hysteria in the supermarkets. I know it's also, of course, that that leads to hysteria because um, you get there and there's nothing mm. more shocking than a supermarket with no food, is there? Because we're so used to it having yeah. food. I, had a, I was chatting to a mate. Yeah, I was chatting to a mate the other week, and he was very um, lovely guy. A little bit sort of wet behind the ears, sort of slightly sort of middle class, just a little bit possibly naive about stuff. Um, this is last Friday. He's on the way to the super. He's on the way on the way for a walk. He said, oh, I'm outside. I'm loving walking. It's really nice, lovely. I said, "Oh, where are you going?" He said, um, "He said I'm off to the supermarket." And this was at one p.m. Right. I said, "I said there won't be any food there." And he said, oh, no, it should be fine. I'm just going to, you know, I said, honestly, anyway, listen, we talked for another 15, 20 minutes. He gets to the supermarket. He's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. He's there in the middle of the supermarket with, with a list for his weekly shop. <laughs> Some people are so far behind the curve. You do, you, 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 you worry for them, don't you? It's like, you've got to wake yeah. up, mate. You have to wake up. Yeah. You know, but in yeah. London, we're very lucky because there's loads of local shops and stuff. But you're not going to go, you're not going to be able to mosey down to the supermarket at one for your weekly yeah. shop. Um, no, not last week. It's getting better this week, to be fair. But, you know, yeah. last week especially. But you're right, we seem to have crested that wave. And, and a new normalcy is sort of developing, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's yeah. just starting to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Mm. So, Paul, let's talk about let's let's get off Corona mm. and let's talk about your book. Yes, um, your twenty six point uh, two miles to happiness. Yes. So, give us give us a bit of background as to why you decided to write the book and you know yeah, how I long. Mean, I mean, I was I'd always sort of I wanted to write a book for a while, um, yeah. and I was I'd wanted to beat beat three hours for the marathon for a while, and the right. two sort of. The two just started to gel in my mind, really, as I was training for the marathon. Because I've I've been writing about running for a long time because I do a column for Runners World, and I think a lot about running and chat about it with podcasts and to people like you and stuff. And there's lots of people like talk about running, and so I've I've thought a lot about it. And then the two sort of became one in my mind, really, as as I prepared for the for the marathon. I thought, let's face it, no, no, I mean, you know. Plot spoiler: No one really wants to beat a book, read a book about a guy who didn't beat three hours for the marathon after really hard. <laughs> so, so I thought if I can beat three hours for the marathon, may, maybe they'll 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 commission me to write a book about it. The two became they became one. They became sort of one project. If I can do this, then I can write a book. Um, and so I paid a lot of attention to the process and the mental physical process of preparing to beat three hours of the marathon, which for me was a, was, was a big deal at 47. Yeah. It, the time's not really that relevant. For me, beating three was relevant, but for others it could be any time. It was more about giving everything yeah. to a process. And I don't do that very rare. I do that very rarely because, as we said, I tend to run for fun a lot, but I ran yeah. competitively as a kid. And um, okay. it was sort of like keying back into that state, really. It was sort of a bit of a re-emergence of that. And I really enjoyed the... the uh, embracing my inner extremist and really giving myself to it on and off training and watching my diet and doing all this or doing everything right I sense you do that a lot but for me it was quite an irregular thing to do and that so I just wanted to write about that process and the mental state about running Americans and be be funny with it as well but also a book for runners can learn something from it and non-runners can be a bit inspired and it's it's just a bit it's just a nice it's just a nice mix you know of different elements um, yeah. So yeah, it just came together, and the good people at Bloomsbury agreed to publish it, and it, you know, it, it's gone quite well. I mean, the audiobook's selling very well, actually. 
Um, right. And the book's selling well. It was, it's, 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 it's been really, really uh, a very enjoyable experience, the whole thing. Yeah. So in terms of like when you was writing the book and you mm. was um, training to, to break the three hours, was it, was it a simple case of you had a plan and you would – go through blocks of training then you'd write various different elements of the book or how did it, how did it I, mean, I mean i wrote the book about i wrote the book about a year and a half after i'd actually uh, done done all the training okay um so so and, and during and, and in terms of like um the writing of the book i had a very sort of the chat I, I did the chapter breakdowns and i knew what i was writing every day and stuff so it's quite a solid every day when i sat down to write i knew what i was going to write about and, and a bit like sort of uh training for the marathon isn't it slow and steady wins a race you set down these blocks of time where you're going to do certain things and you do it for the marathon yeah. I, I just gradually increased mileage till i was running about 50 55 uh, to 60 miles a week which for me is sort of the upper end of, of, of what i can sort of manage yeah. um and then yeah. just increasing just increasing long runs every week and try to beat try to get get down to 85 minutes for the half marathon and do you know what I mean just and doing all the threshold yeah. run just following just following a schedule really for like the three months before um and I really I really enjoyed it yeah I really enjoyed that so what 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 did you what would you say was the the biggest thing that you had to to do in order to achieve that time was it was it the was it more specific speed training was it distance was it a combination of the two I think it was it was a combination, but I think a lot of it was. Um, as I talk about the book, is the mental state of right. okay. what happens between twenty and twenty five miles, um, yeah. and just focusing in on that, and focusing on just just the wall and what it is. So physically, I'm, I was try, I tried to do you know four or five runs in the eighteen to twenty two mile zone, and try and concentrate right. on like. Sp- at least increasing effort, if not too much speed, try to run faster, but just try to hit the last four or five miles of those runs a bit bit more harder rather than just fading away as as, as I as I used to in the past. Just to get you you're training your body to run to run fast when it doesn't want to, aren't you? You just try to yeah. bend in that sort of effort yeah. and speed when you're really, really tired. Um mm. so I did I, I did a fair bit of that. And then right. just concentrating on the mental getting your game together just Let's just try to frame those five miles from twenty to twenty-five. Um, yeah. I talk about it in the book. How I always I came to the conclusion that for, in most races, the last mile takes care of itself because you're in the right. mile end. There's something about you. You can chunk it down to four laps of the track, can't you? You sort of. Mm. It's got a, it's got something in it that draws you towards it. It's like an inexorable pull or something. So. So I wanted to concentrate on the 20 to 25. So I thought what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to restart my watch and I'm going to run a five-mile race from 20 to 25. Um, okay. And that was, an, that was an attempt to kind of uh, tether myself to something that I could manage, to something I could get my head around. Um, and it just about worked. I mean, so it was quite nice to just physically start, not just look at my watch and say I'm, I'm starting a five-mile race, but just to restart it. I'm going yeah. again now, um, yeah. and that that did help me. But it, it didn't make it any easier. It was still really hard, and I wasn't yeah. like overtaking loads of people because everyone in that zone doing that time's a, a really good runner anyway. It just sort yeah. of gave me a, just something to cling on to because I find I used to find I'd constantly just begin to unravel a little bit at twenty three, you know, twenty two, twenty three miles, just sort of start to lose pace and form and just deterioration, and just, so it's just try to. You, you try to chunk it down, aren't you? How do you do marathon? Yeah, do you chunk it down to? How do you do it? It's yeah, it's it's definitely for me. You know, I can relate to what you're saying about the mental element. I think physically, you get to a level of fitness when you're training for a marathon that you know it's marginal gains, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah you course. could do a little bit more in training, but the the actual gain you'll get is marginal. And but then the, the the thing that you I find you can do in training, but it doesn't really kick into a race, and that's the the mental side of it. And mm. and for me, mm. I have to um, 
I break it down into kilometers. And so when I'm getting to the latter end of, of the marathon, yeah, for me, I'm just, I just think about each kilometer. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kilometer, and I celebrate each kilometer as I yeah. go. Yeah. 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 And I, I find the biggest struggle is the men is, is, is mental. Yeah. In, from what I mean by that is the fatigue, the mental fatigue you get right. when you get over, to, over the 20 miles. Yes. Because all this stuff is going on in your brain. Yes, it hurts. But it's it's how much you can manage that mentally mm. to keep those you know keep one foot moving in front of the other is essentially what you just have to keep doing. Yes, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's, it, physically, I think you you know you can carry on. And 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 what you were saying there about the you know the last mile, yeah, you're done then, aren't you? You know, in your mind, you're done. Mm. You, you can see the finish line. Yes. And actually, I find I speed up. Yeah. At the end. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I find that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's that sort of you try to trick the central governor, aren't you? You try to trick the yeah. voice, the, the mechanism in your brain that constantly says slow down and just you know you think you've you've given everything, but there's always more to give, isn't it? So you try. You, you just try to trick that. So that was what the the five mile race was about. I, I do like most of the time in marathons as well. I'm a big fan of the kilometer thing as well, just clicking off the kilometers because there's more of them. And they they're a bit short. You yeah. can get a bit get a bit lost in a mile, can't you? But a kilometre is two and a half laps of a track, and it's sort of like I prefer to measure kilometres really in my mind when I'm running. Certainly, I, I look out for those very much. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. do they? I, I've I've never run just a straight marathon. So do they mark the tr- do they mark the course out in miles or kilometres when you're doing it? They do it in both. They do miles, and then they do five kilo- and then every five kilometres they'll tell you. So you know, five, ten, right, fifteen, okay. twenty. Um, and and then they, they do mile markers as well. So you know, yeah. so, so, so you've, you've constantly got, especially when you do a big one like London, you've constantly got mile markers. People telling you how fast you are and water and stuff. You're just cocooned by it. It's, it's, they're, they're absolutely they're great, but it's, it's a different experience, I'd imagine, to running at the end of an Ironman. Um, yeah, I can't imagine that. <laughs> That's a different. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's for the Ironman, and I'm sure it's a, a little bit similar for the marathon. The, and it, I draw energy from the crowd towards the end. Yes. Um, and people, people, you know, people who don't even know cheering you on and, and just kind of trying to motivate you and stuff like that. And I really buy into that. I really suck into yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, totally. No, you're right. You're right. And, and that, that, that can be, that can really, really help you. Um, yeah. And it's, and you can spend too much energy um, trying to block those things off i think the only the only real uh tactic has to be to open out and just and just just soak it up you're right and get strength from mm. that and also that was yeah. i was thinking about that when you talk about pain as well is just like you know it's coming you know it's going to hurt but don't spend too much energy for me anyway it's that working on that thing of not spending too much energy fighting the pain it's no. just accepting it isn't it it's going to come don't spend any more energy than you need to then you need to fighting it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's going to it's going to come. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just got that sort of, you know, short, fast steps. Just try to keep your steps going. Just try to keep your form together. It's just sort of, um, yeah. It's 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 yeah. It's it's a fascinating experience. Which of course is why why we do it. We obviously like to be on the edge of extreme physical pain and and feel that and the strength you feel when you when you come through it and the the, the, the sort of the, the deep feeling of calm you get at the end of these events that can carry yeah. with you for like a week or 10 days or so can't they it's just a very when you know you've given everything there's something about it that's very deeply satisfying isn't it you know um, yeah yeah and i and i think that that for me is one of the things that um i draw on when you mentioned there about it being painful yeah and i always try and project forward and say saying to myself yes it is painful it might be painful now but when you finish that, when you cross that finish line and you stop, you know, within a few hours, that, you know, pain would have gone anyway. You might be a bit stiff, obviously, but, yeah, yeah, but that yeah, pain yeah. gone. And, it, yeah. you know, it's so just like you say, don't put time and energy into telling yourself how much it hurts now. Yes. Just, yeah. just try and put it to one side. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that sort of uh, that moment when you stop is so sort of, it's yeah. so sort of glorious, isn't it? <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. There's such a blessed relief to stopping. I mean, to never run again would be awful, but to run forever would be another kind of awful. But to yeah. run hard and then stop is just so fantastic, isn't it? It's such a great yeah. feeling, yeah. Yeah, it is. Lovely. So you mentioned, Paul, in your training, you, you're focusing on your diet. And 
is that is that something which you found difficult or yeah it's, it was something just unusual, it's just unusual for me i mean i'm 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 sort of i'm i'm very much a sort of serious sort of fun runner sort of blending into club runner i sort of i sort of mix 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 the two the two really um so you know if i'm not training for a race i can drink a bit too much and put on a bit of weight and then if i if i'm training and taking something seriously then the then the drinking goes and also you know just 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 if I'm not if I'm not bred off, you know, if I'm not bred off, then I'm then I'm fitter and I lose I lose weight. I'm, I'm a, my, my best sort of racing weight is about just under sort of twelve stone. Um, right. By that I mean that I'm starting to look a little bit unhealthy to to straight to friends. Then do you know what I mean? Friends are saying, yeah. "Oh, you, you, sort of, you, you look a bit thin." Um, yeah. and, and but then my normal chilling weight as a, as an adult walking around is about you know. T- about twelve and three quarter stone, you know. So, um, so I'm just trying. I'm just trying to lose that that sort of almost a stone, really. And that comes from not eating late, the odd bit of fasting, no yeah. bread, you know, cut, cut down on pasta, and just, but just 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 trying to eat no no biscuits, you know, um, just 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 simple things, really. Um, mm. Just just that we all try and do loads of fruit and veg and drink loads of water and just we we know we know what to do, don't we? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there might be there might be the odd tweak in terms of like someone knows about this great supplement or they found a, 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 an exotic vegetable or anything, but basically we sort of yeah. everyone knows what you meant you meant to do. It's just whether you do it or not, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is it is it can be simple. We we tend to as humans love to overcomplicate this and and like you say, we you know. You only have to have have your mate who's who's found this magic gel yeah. that's, that's going to help you, yeah. and and you know we we love we love buying stuff like that. But but, but yeah, essentially, someone would basically me onto those. Is it Mortins? Is it Mortin? The yes, uh, yeah. Have you, have you tried that? Have you tried that? Have you have you would you would you recommend? Yeah. It? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've used it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that so that that helps in recovery. Or that helps for the event itself. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps for the event itself, definitely, um, because the amount of carbohydrates he's got. Um, but but I think, you know, sometimes I think um, it, it's just because of, of marketing. It's only because of Mr. Kipchoge, who uses their products as well. Right. Okay. Um, I'm sure there are others out on the market which are similar, but, you know, it's almost like, you know, he, he uses it, so it must be good for him, so I must use it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. no, they were good for me. Yeah, yeah, because I'll, I'll give them a go when this lifts. And also, doesn't doesn't all this uh, all this palaver put the old vapour fly thing in perspective? Do you know what I mean? Everyone, you think, yeah, why was everyone making so much of a fuss about that we found some trainers that made us a bit faster? It's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Let's just... Uh, yeah. It's certainly yeah, yeah. certainly not knocked all that into a paper bag, didn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't, think can't wait to get all of those. When I, when I, that'll be some one of the first things people do. So I mean, some of them might have them now. It might as a sort of evolutionary yeah. advantage in case it kicks off. Buy some paper flies <laughs> and take yeah. paper the hills with your with your gels. Um, yeah. But it, it's interesting what you say about about that. Though. I'll have a look at that when when I uh, when, when it all comes back and races come back. I will because I've heard a lot of people really liking that that more team stuff. So yeah, yeah. Obviously. I think I think the difference between that and and a lot of the other products on the market is that they don't tend to put too much um, nonsense. And what I call nonsense is these really highly refined and manufactured sugars that they put in a lot of this right, stuff. Okay. okay. Um, and where do you sit, Paul, on the whole kind of diabetes side of things? You know, we're, we're perceived to be healthy and all the rest of it when we're doing these endurance sports. But yet, you know, there's there's growing concern and evidence that, you know, all of these sugary drinks and gels that we have are, are creating a, a bit of a diabetes issue. Is it really? I think, to be honest, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I don't, I, don't, I mean, on a personal level, I don't take enough of them for that really to be a fact. I mean, that's not to say I don't like sweet stuff. I, eat, I, I definitely eat some chocolate and stuff. But I suppose it's, I suppose it's inevitable, isn't it? I mean, I mean, what you, what you just said then is like we sort of know when we're running that this might be useful for us, but it's a bit over sugary because those gels, a lot of them, you can't have many, can you? Because they will just make nice. you sick, won't they? I mean, just that yeah. fat indicates that they can't be that good for you, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it must be. It's like anything, even. It, in the current climate, it's just got to be science-led, hasn't it? If there's a problem, then people need to to look at it, you know, because because yeah. you can be doing things that feel right in the short term, problem for your long-term health, you know. So yeah, yeah. Is, is that a real issue? Is that is that coming through then? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that I'm very concerned about. Right. Um, and as a result, I've actually switched to um, becoming more fat adapted. Right. Okay. And so, because obviously fat is more of a sustained um, level of, of fuel for the body. Right. And so, you know, when I'm doing long distances now, I'm, I don't have nearly as many gels as I used to. Okay. Um, I'm having starch and things like that to give me um, the energy. Right. Um, in what form? Uh, in what form then? So it's in a it's in um it's in a powdered form, right? Um, in a, in the form of a drink, yeah. Uh, and you can also mix it up, and you can make it gel like as well, okay. which um which I, is funny enough. The last half marathon I did, I tried to make my own gel pack pack, yeah. pack uh, and that didn't work too well because it all exploded in my pocket. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, yeah, yeah. scooping it out with my fingers, yeah, yeah, as yeah, I, yeah. I was running along, yeah, but. Um, I've got the image of running, yeah. running down the street with chomping on a baked potato now. But I mean, potatoes yeah. are, actually, are actually good for you, aren't they? For a long, for a, for a, they are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I came across a, a guy last year who's a pro mountain biker. Yeah, and he does come, some of these extreme endurance mountain bike events, like forty-eight hours, mm. and they feed, they feed him chips. He doesn't touch any gels or anything like that. Wow! Every time he goes around his lap, he has a bowl of chips. You know, Amazing. so uh, it's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we, we kind of we reach conclusions about these about these sort of foods, don't they? And then the science changes, and who'd have thought it? You know, yeah. all this time, just just yeah, just yeah. have some. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Paul, what? Obviously, you've got your running commentary podcast with yeah. Rob. Yes. What's, what's happening with that in this time? How how are you managing to? Well, I mean, I mean, what we did initially as, as it went into this um, is that we, we recorded two. So we've got this week's and next week's. And then Rob sent me a remote uh, device. Um, so I, at some point in the future, I can imagine us running separately but talking to each other on our phones. Um, okay. I'd, Im- I'd, I'd imagine that's, what, that, that's how we're going to do it. To be honest... I've got no idea, <laughs> but but Rob Rob's the tech guy. Rob has told has sent me something through the post that I haven't even looked at it yet. Um, <laughs> such is my disengagement with all things tech. I'm a bit rubbish, but yeah. I'm committed. Um, it's nice. I get a lot of um, I get a lot of joy out of doing the podcast. I get a lot of that that yeah. community thing that makes podcasts so good. And I'm, we we've always done one a week for the last three, four years. Right. So I just okay. do I, we want to keep the one a week thing going. People start yeah. to rely on it. It comes out every Friday. And it's just yeah. one of those um things that you want to give people, don't you? this time where there's no football, there's no church, yeah. there's no if you can give people any kind of structure and mm. any kind of hub sort of to key into and connect with people. Then I think that's really important um, for for me as well as for them, you know, because I love doing it and it's it's part of my week structure. So we'll do everything we can um, to keep it going, you know. Um, yeah. And and if that involves me learning something about tech, I'm prepared to make that sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here here we are on Zencast. I didn't know that existed until today. So do you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's progress. Yeah. We can all make make uh, progress, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, you know, there's uh, there's good things that come out of all of these kind of things. There is, is, isn't there? If you if that sort of willingness to change as well, isn't? Maybe there's stuff the other way as well for people who are really because because I'm always sort of more not laissez-faire, but trying to roll to roll with things and not over control things, and and I'm okay with chaos. I'm sort of okay with it, and I I know I'm going to have to get a handle on this to impose structure on it. Um, in order to properly get through it and be and, and just look after my health and be, be be good for my family and people who love me, you know, look after everyone. But at the same time, those people who are used to a life of control might want to factor in. It might not. It's something that they could probably do, but it might not be that healthy for them to really over control every waking hour of this as well. Right. You know what I mean, there might be some relaxation. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Just a loosening of something yeah. as well. We're, we, we, we're all going to learn through this, aren't we? And, and we're all going to change, aren't we? we? Society will change yeah. a little bit, and as humans, we will change and, and, and on an in, individual level. And we don't know how yeah. yet, you know? Um, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, no, I think, no, I think you're right. I think it's, you know, we will, we will all change, um, and, you know, we, we will all do things, or not all things slightly differently, yeah? but but also, you know, what you're saying there about structure, we we might not acknowledge that we want structure but we find i think we find a lot of comfort 
yes. in, in knowing that there's a structure there, don't we, really? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, of course. Yeah, of course. And that's what makes this so hard, isn't it? Because there's no end point. We don't know. Yes. You just don't know. No. And that's really hard work. Um, mm. And that's why, you know, panic buying makes a bit of sense. You know, it's like for, for our yeah. if you want to judge people, it's like, you know, it's easy to judge and feel a little bit above it. And then in three weeks' time, you've got no food and you haven't got any toilet roll. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why people – it sort of makes evolutionary sense, doesn't it? But, yeah, we like – and work as well. People like going to work. They like the, the rhythm yeah. of the week, Friday, Saturday night. We all go out and do this, and on Sunday it's a bit quieter. But, and there's football on yeah. the telly and all this sort of stuff. So mm. it's, um, yeah. it's, a real, it's a real challenge for that. I've, I've, got some, um, I've got some stuff kicking in next week where I'm just helping people uh, deliver food and stuff. And that, 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 that's going to happen between half 11 and 1 next week for me. Okay. Day. And that'll give me a nice bit of structure. Just just that little yeah. thing will help because it's it's always nice to do a bit of volunteering or whatever, but it's just it's just that that will really help uh, help me. And, yeah. and then I want to do a bit of writing and then I want to do some exercise. And there's just just those simple blocks, you know, and then it's then you get a bit of food and and, and, yeah. and I'll be fine with that. But I must say the first couple of weeks I've been a little bit discombobulated with it. As most people have. You, yeah. I mean, you know, Boris Johnson's got the got the uh, coronavirus oh has he i didn't yeah. know that yeah boris 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 has got it this morning so you know prince charles oh, wow. things like that they they affect you don't they do you know what i mean there's sorry to break it to you <laughs> to break it to you so so casually but no that happened just before we did the podcast um i was just trying to oh, disengage wow. from news and then the mate said the mate said oh boris has got it and i thought he was joking he said oh don't you watch the news and i was like this i'm just trying not to watch it and then all this happens so boris has you know boris has got it so it's just went you just realise that it's the great equaliser, isn't it? Everyone getting it. It's going through all yeah. levels of society. Um, yeah. And, and, but at the same time, that's also a shock, isn't it? It's it a is. Shock. It's a shock for the country, you know. Um, yeah. And hopefully there won't be too many more, you know. It's just, but that's what I'm saying. I th- I'm still a little bit in that stage of sort of reacting to shock, you know, slightly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think, you know, I bang on about this a lot and I'm sure people are close to me get bored of me saying it, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a classic scenario of doesn't matter your stature, where you are in life, you know, health affects us all and, and it's irrelevant as to how wealthy or unhealthy uh, wealthy you are. Yeah. You know, there's no way out of this. You, yeah. you can't buy your way out of this, yeah. you know. It's not, yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You can you might be able to buy yourself a test, but it doesn't affect it. It doesn't affect whether or not you've got it or not. You know, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Health, you know, in many ways, and we've always been aware of this as people who value being healthy. Sort of health is wealth, isn't it? You know, you, you, yeah, it is, you know yeah. the extent to which you're healthy is so it's everything, isn't it? Mentally and physically. Um, yeah. Are you, do, do you do any sort of meditation or anything like that? Or I do. Yeah, you do. What kind I of meditation do. do you do? Do you do sort of? Uh, just do a guided meditation um, mm. and it's only 10 minutes a day. Right. It took me a long while to find something which really fitted with me. I tried all these different apps and 20 minutes a day and everything. Okay. And I just couldn't calm myself enough to kind of sit there. Right. But now I've found something. It's called a thing called daily calm. Okay. Um, and I just sit there 10 minutes every morning, just go through it. And it does, it does have a, a Interesting. Yeah, massive yeah. impact in terms of, you know, it just calms the mind, gives mm. you a clearer perspective on things. Mm. So yeah, no, I, I have started doing that. And um, it's, it's one which, um, I do it now habitually. I need to do something like that. I mean, I go to church. I'm a churchman, and, and, and but right. and when when they pull the Catholic mass, that really that really affects. Wow. Me. Yeah, of course. Because uh, it's just that 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 communality and that people being together yeah. and stuff. So um, I'm yeah. going to have to find some sort of daily thing like that to to key into just mm. sort of uh, just that sort of etern- yeah. etern- eternal moment stuff. You know, just really sink yeah. into that and just get that sort of. Uh, perspective of all, all things past and stuff and uh i'll have a, I'll have a look at some of those things I'll have a look yeah at, have a look. Just, just get those blocks in place you know um yeah yeah, yeah and it's again it's, it's having that structure isn't it it's, it's taking that time out to, to 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 kind of look after yourself in not just in a from a physical aspect but from a mental aspect mm, mm, um and the other thing that i've started to do now is a bit of breath work as well which i find really helps okay yeah so what do um, you do with that that's interesting because a lot so of people, just, are, a lot of people are, and I include myself in this. They're waking up in the morning, 
sometimes I've been drinking too much and I wake up in the morning and I can't get back to sleep. And then you yeah. go on Twitter and then you get tense and then your chest starts to get a bit tight. And then you think, oh, Corona's chest tight. And then before you, <laughs> before you know, you're just willing yourself into this anxious state that's entirely self-created. Yeah, you're yeah. dehydrated and through your own idiocy and you're a bit dry mouth and you can't, and you've, and you, you, every, everything that you, you know, when you run, that's you're feeding your body, aren't you? And everything that you inject right. mentally is feeding your mind, isn't it? It's all content yeah. you're putting into your head and it affects your state. Um, yeah. So what, what sort of breathing stuff are you doing? That, that's interesting. So it's just, um, it's just, a, I, I, it's called box breathing. So I'll just go outside in the morning, yeah. you know, six, six o'clock in the morning, I'll stand outside. I'll just, about five or six times I'll breathe in and I'll empty my lungs out and then I will just um, breathe in, hold my breath for about 10 seconds, but then I'll breathe out for about eight seconds. Okay. So just a real controlled exhale. Right. right. And really empty, fill up the lungs and empty the lungs. Right. And what it does again is it it obviously helps the lungs, but it also calms the mind as well and just really gives you that clarity early in the, in the morning. Yeah. And I, you know, I'll just do that and go back in, have my cup of tea, and and, and that's it, really. Right. It doesn't take right. ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. But I, found, I find that, that 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 with the meditation really works quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I suppose, and of course, that's always available, isn't it? The, the, exactly. <laughs> the breath thing, just to key into it, yeah. to, just to take some nice deep breaths and really fill fill yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, we can, and, and, and at the moment, go on then. No, I was going to say, just going to say, particularly those that have got young families and young kids right now, and obviously mm. you are all confined in one space. If you just yeah. take yourself away for five, ten minutes and just, you know, just calm yourself down and breathe, you, you'll find you'll deal with situations in a much more measured way. Yes, of course, because it, because it, because everyone's everyone's panicky and everyone's a bit weird. Uh, everyone's a bit yeah. freaked out. It can obviously there's a lot of stress points around the house. Um, and yeah, you've just got to be able to cope with them. And it never helps anyone better when when they'll when old Papa starts getting stressed, does it? You've got to you're there, to, you're there to soak it all up, aren't you? You're there to be the big sponge, really. Um, and so yeah, but but to do that, you might have to nip off to the patio and take a few breaths. Listen, we'll all end up like Buddhist monks. We'll all end up. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so chilled out there. The country won't return to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great outcome. That would be good. Yeah. No, you're no, you're right. It's very, very important to get your deep breath in, yeah, and enjoy the time that we can get outside whilst we yeah. still do that. You know, the fact the fact is, uh, this lockdown, and I know this will date quite quickly. Hopefully, hopefully, people look back on it saying, "Oh, I remember the lockdown." But at the moment, we are still allowed to go out twice a day. It's a very generous lockdown, isn't it? You can go for a walk a day, exercise, and you can go to the shops every day. To be honest, that's not much. That's probably a little bit more than some people were doing, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'd agree. It's only yeah. when it's imposed on you that you feel it, isn't it? You know, but it's yeah, not, uh, that's right. Yeah, let's just be grateful for what we've got at the moment and get outside and have, yeah. have a good breathe. Yeah, definitely. So, Paul, I normally ask people what the five key actions that listeners uh, can take away today from, from our podcast, but it doesn't really seem that appropriate today. So, before we wrap it up, is there anything that you, um, feel that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you which would benefit no, the no, listeners. No, it's, uh, to be honest I think we've talked I think we've talked about a lot of, 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 of mm. reactions haven't we you know try and get some you know d- don't o- overstress your running but find a way through it there might be new things you can learn do, yeah. do a bit of deep breathing find a meditational practice do you know to do your your food, food is important there's a there's a temptation mm. to eat more when really we, we should probably be eating less and that would tax our bodies a bit less as well um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, it's just the basic stuff, but it's it, it's probably a bit easier to do to do that now, isn't it? Because there's less. We're not fractured by work demands or all the stuff. We have all this time, and if yeah. we can really connect to those simple things, there's a there's a chance that we can come back stronger and more content. You know, you know, into a, a glorious new dawn. Hopefully, do you know what I mean? When 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 this ends, there is opportunity here. You know, um, yeah. it's just being clear eyed to see it. You know, and just. Uh, yeah, it's just. I think I don't think there's anything you haven't re- really asked me. It's just. It feels like we've just had a very time-specific yeah. Corona podcast special. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we've we've uh, set the world to rights in the, in in a number of different ways, and um, yeah, 
Yeah, I and, think, and, uh, and yeah. I really appreciate the, some, some, of the, some of the advice you give me as well around breathing, meditation stuff. I'm going to try and use that. So I really appreciate that. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, Paul, how can people connect with you? I know you've got the Run Compod. Yeah, run, um, run Compod on the Twitter. Um, and I'm, I'm Paul Tonkinson on Twitter as well. My book, uh, 26.2 Miles to Happiness, is out on Amazon. If people want to have a look at that, it's on the, you, you know, there's the uh, audio book as well that's doing very well. Yeah. People listen to it while they run. And, you know, that's, there's, there's a lot of what we've been talking about there in that as well. And there's, you know, comedy memoir and bits and bobs. So it's, it's, it's a nice little mix. And as I say, people responding to it. So, yeah, anything, you know, a book of the moment. We have got time to read books at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No excuse. And listen to podcasts as yeah, well. Yeah, of course, yes. <laughs> awesome. All right, then, Paul, thank you very much for your time today. Stay safe. Yeah, you too. And Stay healthy, man. look forward to, to catching up with you again soon. Absolutely. Stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Fitter Healthier Dad podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe. And I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. All the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes. And a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com. Thanks for listening.